Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Good morning. This is Ursula Odom, and I'm going to be your host today because you know what day it is? It's Wednesday, and Wednesday morning we have the pleasure of hearing from some fabulous people here at NABWIC Talks, and today is going to be the same. We're going to talk to a wonderful person today, and you'll hear more about her in a moment. But, you know, we have in the studio Miss Jackie Perry, the master builder, Ms. Ann McNeil, and Gerald Barnes. We tend to come to you as a team, and this is what we are doing today. We're going to share with you some wonderful information as well as interact with a wonderful person. Okay. As I said before, we're going to get started today talking to Ms. Michelle Sandover and before we do, I'll give you a little bit of information about her. She is the Director of Strategic Outreach and Engage Me. We will feature her today and as a seasonal professional with over 20 years in the construction industry. Michelle's extensive background includes work in city and county aviation, K-12, and federal projects. A passionate advocate for marketing, business development, small business outreach, and diversity inclusion programs. She has become a vital mentor, sharing expertise in best practices and strategic planning. Michelle is deeply committed to her community, serving in leadership roles, including board president of Hispanic Contractors of Colorado and contributing to various committees, such as the contractor Academy Education Committee, and Black, Contract, Black, Black Construction Group. She's also involved in the Society of American Military Engineers, Denver Public Library Latino Awards Committee, and many more. So ready and listen in to a conversation with a wonderful person. So with that, we're going to say hello to Ms. Michelle. Hello, how are you? Hello, how are you? Thank you for inviting me today. 
Oh, our pleasure. Thank you for agreeing to tell your story. So what we're going to do is, okay, we read what, what the Bible says, but you know there's a whole lot more to you than what those words can tell. So tell us in your own words who you are and what you do. Well, thank you. Uh, so I am, uh, I work for Denver International Airport. Um, I have the great opportunity of being able to help create uh, outreach events and participate in uh, creating training programs um, for our historically underlived businesses. Um, I come from uh, the private sector for over 20 years. I work for national general contractors. Um, I have a background in mostly it's marketing, business development, and uh, small business uh, outreach programs. And so I think what I bring to DEN, which is unique, is because I do have that private background, I know what it takes to pursue projects um, and the barriers that it includes when you're pursuing those leads and trying to identify them, and then also submitted them in for proposals and those responses to the RFPs. So what I'm able to do is I'm bringing my background to DEN to share those challenges that uh, businesses experience throughout the process and have been able to work with DEN to uh, remove some of those barriers and also uh, provide some training to my DEN partners to help them understand uh, the challenges that a business uh, goes through when they are pursuing a new market or client and whether or not they're going to uh, invest their resources to pursue work there. And so that's what I've been doing. Um, and we've been able to create some really great outreach events uh, for our airport. Um, one of the barriers that we would share a lot would be, you know what, we don't know about your opportunities until it's like 30, 60, or 90 days before that RFP comes out. So what we did is we created an outreach called Taking Flight at Den. We branded it so that it's monthly, always on the second Thursday of the month, always at 1 o'clock, and it's virtual. And then what I've been doing is working with my Den uh, team partners, project managers, and trying to understand, hey, we want to share your projects as early uh, in the long lead status as we can, uh, to move away from that 30 to 90 day status to more like to 12 to 24 months before those projects are released to RFP to allow the business community to uh, understand the projects that are coming up. It allows them time to qualify the project. It also allows them to uh, identify who those project managers are so that they could start to build a relationship and understand the complexities and allow them to start to really understand and build their approach on that project. Uh, and in particular, for the small businesses to allow them to build relationships uh, with other partners that they are going to pursue that work, whether that be from a subcontractor or a prime perspective. Um, another barrier that we would hear about would be, you know what, partnering with the same small businesses. We're having a challenge of trying to get in and partner with them. And so by removing that short uh, turnaround time from notification to RFP, we've extended it so that those small businesses can also take advantage and network with all of those firms that are also looking at pursuing that project. So this way they can get ready 
and be ready when those RFPs are coming out and be able to respond to them um, and have a better chance of, of working with those companies. Because in the long run, we don't want them just to be able to work on our projects. Our overall goal is so that those small businesses uh, will be able to work beyond DEN. We want them to be have the opportunities of, yes, working at DEN, but then uh, partners at other airports or maybe it's other projects that are locally so that they can continue to grow and create that generational wealth as well. Um, another event that we created along the same line of that same barrier is we created a, an event called Meet the Primes. And that is also on a Thursday, but it's third Thursday, 1 o'clock, virtual again, but we focus on a different market. And uh, each, every other month, we have an opportunity where we will feature um, a different primes that are working at the airport. So in February, we're focusing on concessions prime operators. It'll be rental car companies. In June, it'll be general contractors. August will be uh, specialty trade uh, contractors such as, you know, those large um, uh, soaps, sometimes those MEPs, millwork, drywall, uh, from that, uh, those type of scopes. Um, in October, we're bringing in airlines, real estate, commercial, and hotels. And then uh, in December, we feature architects, engineers, and other professional services. So we really try to, to uh, listen to our small business community and the challenges that they are experiencing and try to figure out how can we remove those barriers to make it easier for them to uh, network with one another and connect. Because I think that's the biggest challenge is uh, small businesses, they are limited on their resources and we, you know, it's hard to identify who they need to connect with. And so we're hoping that through some of these outreach events that it's made it easier for them to make those connections. And that's just on the pursuing the work part. Uh, it's mm -hmm. then important that they also have that. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I, I wanted oh. to um, jump yeah. right there and talk about oh. just those two things so far. One, oh. you're setting up a situation where they can network with each other, the, the small businesses, and then the primes can have access, or the primes and the small business having access to each other. So yeah. as far as the networking between the businesses, how has that worked? Um, you have, without giving names of companies, give them some example of where these two situations have, have benefited or what kind of response are you getting? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think it's been very positive. You know, of course, we can't force people to talk to each other, but um, as part of our outreach event, we will also give tips on the, you know, why this, why we created this event. It's like, hey, we, you know, it is virtual, but we want to encourage you to share your contact information. And so we tell them, you know, as you drop your name into the chat, make sure you say, give your company information. What is your scope? Which projects are you looking to pursue? And um, what is your contact information? So this way they can reach out to you. And we also share at the end of every event, we post uh, all of our presentations on our website at slidedenver.com, and we also include the roster. And so, um, you know, we're also connecting uh, with those firms as well because it's, 
you can use that space as a, a way to connect. Um, at DEN, we've also implemented uh, on all of our proposals, we include a EDI plan that is required on all proposals, uh, whether or not there's a small business goal or not. And so it would be to the benefit of whoever that prime is to take advantage of that space and those outreach events and utilize um, that list of firms and, and reach out to them. And that's what we try to encourage throughout whenever we talk about our events is this is the space for it. Please share information and, uh, you know, continue to build a relationship. We do have a lot of large firms who reach out to us and ask us to advertise their upcoming events in our newsletter, um, and they tend to share it in our outreach events as well if they have something coming up uh, so that those small businesses can go attend their outreach events they're holding locally too. Oh, that's great. So what is the day in the life of uh, Michelle? I'm not sure I'm saying your last name correctly. How do you pronounce your last name? Uh, Sandoval. Sandoval. How, yeah. What's the day in the life of um, Michelle Sandoval like? So what I do is we uh, build a lot of calls and emails from small businesses to uh, understand the challenges that they are experiencing, uh, work with our team members on uh, a lot of the programs that we're, we've been working on to figure out how we can implement those. Uh, we partner a lot with a lot of the um, industry and associations and organizations such as yours and and others to just share and communicate out what we have coming up. It's we're constantly trying to send our message out uh, to that business community to let them know what we have coming up. And speaking of organization like ours, how in fact did you get connected with NABWIC and what has that experience been like? Oh yeah, uh, I had the pleasure of meeting Anne. Um, she came. She actually uh, went to the airport. I got to meet her in person. Got to learn more about uh, your organization from her. And uh, last year, I think it was during the summer, uh, Jim Starling all participated on one of your billion dollar luncheons, and I was able to attend that one as well and hung out in the chat room. So it's it's been really great because. Your uh, organization has been able to advertise our upcoming events and programs and share it with your network. Wonderful. In fact, I was thinking about that as you were talking about the programs that you're rolling out. It, it seems to be in line with a lot of our mission in that, you know, this connecting and, and, and having people be aware of who's in the room mm -hmm. and how you collaborate. Um, yeah. That's, that's seems like a perfect fit to me from, from what I have heard you say. Oh, so, thank you. Uh, what do you enjoy most about what you do? You know, I, I really enjoy um, seeing the small businesses being able to grow. And for me to be on this side, uh, having the opportunity to share it with the small businesses, um, we have such a large amount of work that's coming up, and being able to uh, share it out in the community and to see those businesses grow over the year is fantastic. 
Another uh, area that I, it's just been really fantastic to be part of is the Business Development Training Academy. Uh, we have created this uh, program. Um, it launched in 2022 as our pilot. And what it is is we brought in together various stakeholders, not just from them, but from the community. So it was truly uh, multiple voices brought to the table, and we brought in small businesses, large businesses, contractors, uh, engineers, architects, suppliers, and we sat down and we asked them, what are the challenges of, of working at the airport? So not just pursuing them, but how is it to work there and be successful there? And uh, we wanted to create a training program that would help those small businesses to understand the life cycle of the business at Denver National Airport and provide training at all its transitional points of business. Um, it's a systematic approach to entering DEN, whether it's as a subcontractor or prime in the areas of construction, professional services, goods and services, and concessions. And the primary goals of the Training Academy are to create, educate, and cultivate an environment where small businesses can grow and connect with other businesses in the industry. And so being able to see that program, we launched it. Uh, as I mentioned, the first graduate class was in uh, 2022. And to see those groups of that, that about almost over 20, close to 30 students or companies graduate from that program, and to see them continuing to network with one another, um, then we see them attending our outreach events and then continuing, and we talk to them quite often, and they're sharing with us their success stories of pursuing work, and they're starting to win work, and it's great to hear their success stories and to hear how the Business Development Training Academy has helped them to understand DEN and the challenges before they had to pursue it. It was like, you know what, this was really great information for us. Um, that has been probably one of my biggest highlights of working at Den so far. Wow. So a lot of people would want to know, what is the path to the position that you have? How did you – what's your journey been like? Uh, so my journey has just been, um, you know, I started out in the field uh, working as a project coordinator, and I'm the type of person that likes to learn as much as I can to also understand why. And the more I can, then the better I can understand and, um, you know, try to work my way up. So I've gone from coordinator to marketing. Um, I used to work in L.A. Now I'm working in Denver. Uh, transitioned from private sector from chasing private clientele to government work and learning to build relationships with small businesses, especially when I would have to go into new cities where they may not have known about us. So, um, you know, learning and crafting my skill on relationship building and um, and then finally getting to the point where I was able to uh, be able to join the DEN team and bring over their skills over here and help really make a big impact on the great programs that we have over here at Den. Okay. So what are some of the biggest accomplishments that you've had? 
I'm going to let you think about that for a minute, and we're going to go to a commercial unless you have a break. But while we're at, a, while we're at the commercial, during the commercial, think about what are some of the, the biggest accomplishments in your career. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. NABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. Welcome back, and you're listening to Navwick Talks, and we have the pleasure of speaking with Michelle Sandova, and she's the Strategic Director, and let me say it correctly, Director of Strategic Outreach and Engage Me, and she has been extremely engaging. So before the break, I asked her to tell us about some of her biggest accomplishments in her career, so that's what we're about to hear. Michelle. Yes, I would say um, my biggest accomplishment today is being able to work with for one of the busiest airports in the world. Uh, then uh, we have a strategic plan called Vision 100. It's an outline of how we're going to accommodate 100 million passengers. And when you think about that, uh, it's based on four pillars. But in order to accommodate 100 million passengers, we need to – uh, grow our infrastructure. We need to maintain what we have. We need to empower our people so that we can grow the workforce so that we can accommodate those pillars. And uh, it's been such uh, a pleasure being part of a team uh, where we can figure out we have all this upcoming work. How can we share it with our small businesses and get them ready? And the Business Development Training Academy has been really one of our great successes. Um, it's, it's just really a phenomenal program. It's free. And to be able to see uh, we had two cohorts graduate so far, to see them continuing on their journey and what they're doing has really been exciting to watch and to see them starting to win projects, still share it with us. I think that's been really one of the biggest highlights for me so far is uh, knowing that we've been a part of that and to watch um, our historically underutilized businesses being able to grow and um, flourish. And I, I do want to add that we are currently accepting, accepting applications for our next cohort for Concourse 100. They act, we're going to close applications next week on January 31st. I want to ask you what's coming up on the horizon. You just mentioned uh, the application process. This is an evergreen program, so some people may listen to this after that date. 
So what's after that? What are some? What's your the cycle of inclusion? I mean, um, what can they look forward to if they miss that date? Sure. Well, if you miss that one, we're going to be opening up uh, uh, Concourse 100 continuously. So you just look for it uh, the next year. Just follow us on our website. But it's um, there are three. Concourse, pro, we call them Concourse 100 or Concourse 100, that's for the entry level. Concourse 200, which is intermediate. Concourse 300, which is then and beyond. Those are for those uh, firms who have a little bit more experience and are wanting to look at how do they become a prime. And so uh, I would say follow us on our website and uh, sign up for our newsletter because we will be announcing when we offer those next programs. Uh, we're also in the process of developing um, another program for BDTA, and that's going to be in the concession side. So that's exciting. If you're ever deciding wanting to be a retailer or food and beverage or services in that concession space, you could also look at BDTA concessions, and it will take you through that same uh, training program on how to uh, work at Den in that space. So now it gets personal. I've often wondered how that process works for for those of us that have products like books and wanting to have them in the um, the airports where people come in and they're buying things. Your program, how does it compare to other programs that you're aware of for that vending process? What does that look like? How does that happen? Yeah, so that's a little different because the client uh, would be the actual concessionaire. So unless you're wanting to open your own store or kiosk, um, if you're not wanting to, to be an actual uh, store owner then and you're just wanting to sell your product and have it on the shelf, then you would want to connect with the concessionaire. Um, we have an outreach event called Meet the Primes. It's coming up in February. It's February 15th. And it's for the concessionaires. And that's where you will be able to meet, um, let me see, we are featuring Concessions International, Pipeline Foods, HMS Host, uh, SSP America, WH Smith North America. And you'll be able to talk to those large concessionaires uh, directly and ask them about that process. We want to create a new trade show event especially for businesses like yourself who are wanting to sell their product. And we're looking at that more towards September, so more in the um, later part of the year. And we want to create basically a reverse trade show where we can bring in those small businesses who want to sell their product and bring in concessionaires to meet with you. But in order to do that, we also want to make sure that you're ready. We want to – we're currently working with – uh, through the process with the large firms to understand what is the specifications that they require uh, when they're purchasing items like this so that we can then share it with the small business, the suppliers, so that you understand, okay, this is going to be the expectation. If I sell my product to this store, they're going to need to purchase this amount, uh, this frequency or whatever it is their requirements are, but we want you to uh, have that information ahead of time so that you can understand what you need or what's going to be the expectation when you when we host this outreach event uh, next year or later this year. 
it's interesting. I just watched the movie this past weekend, and I I'm not one for advertising movies and what have you, but it was called The Mortgage Cake, and it was rather interesting from a business point of view because it showed how she took an idea out of necessity, grew that idea with support around her, grew as a company, and then became overwhelmed Mm. because she had to figure out how to go international even. Just oh, wow. looking at the stages of what she went through was fascinating to me and, and really educational in some points because when she got that help, not to destroy the movie, it, it she had to know what to do with it. And mm-hmm. um, so when you're saying make sure they're ready, because of that movie, I know what you're talking about. And because of some things that I'm having to deal with to be ready, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> And that's a big deal. I mean, growing is one thing, but growing and being prepared for that growth is quite another. Absolutely. Yeah, we want our businesses to be successful. You know, that, that's the goal. Um, and so we are trying to figure out, you know, anything that we can provide in advance, the training program, um, that's what we're looking to provide so that uh, businesses really can go in um, eyes wide open and be able to really develop their business plan if they pursue, mm-hmm. uh, want to pursue work out here. We were talking about how you got to where you are. Sometimes we also like to go back and say, if you could do it all over again, what do you wish you had when you first got started? You know, I would say I wish I would have um, started attending uh, industry and association organizations and networking much earlier than I had because I think the relationships I developed through that has been uh, really has been a, a big benefit to me. Uh, also, I would say, you know, continue your journey on learning. Never stop. You know, I've taken a lot of uh, training programs, whether it's leadership training uh, business development, estimating, whatever that is, that has also been beneficial. And so if I could have done some of that stuff earlier in my career, I, I could see it would have helped me a lot a lot more. And one of the biggest things, not only from taking the classes, but then I turned around and I started teaching. So being able to give back, I think, is so important, of uh, being able to take the knowledge that I have and being able to share it as well. Well, to our marketing person, that's probably music to her ears to know that this is the kind of organization that would have been perfect for you when you got started because we are here and perfect for some individuals that are getting started now. Good to hear. And on that note, I'm going to have her to that issue and and say hello. Jackie Pierce. Hi. This is Jackie. Thank you so much, uh, Ursula, for bringing me into the conversation, Michelle. It's been certainly wonderful to listen to you and all the wonderful things doing there in uh, Denver. And I can tell already from some of the things that you've discussed that you really are a passionate advocate for marketing, business development, outreach, and diversity inclusion and all those things. And like Ursula said, chair for the uh, marketing committee in NAVWIC, and I know how important it is to you know, just ensure, again, that organizations like ours 
are well represented and that they achieve the mission that, you know, is set forth uh, before all those small businesses and, and other uh, stakeholders that are uh, a part of the whole process. So I'm not going to take up a lot of time, but I just wanted to say thank you for being there in, in Denver in the throes of all the initiatives that take place with the, the airport and, again, being deeply committed uh, to your community and, you know, just serving where you are. So I really appreciated listening to how you got started and those things, you know, that give you the, the most joy. So just want to say um, hats off to you, and this is going to be a wonderful supplement, again, to our Billion Dollar Luncheon that's coming up this coming uh, Thursday. And so we're going to make sure that all of our listening audience, especially those in the NAMWIC listening audience, gets this wonderful information. And I think it's really, really vital, especially to those businesses that are looking to grow. I'm going to shut up shutting up and turn it back over to Ursula, but just want to say thank you, Michelle, for everything that you do. Oh, thank you. Before I continue, I would also like to give Mr. Gerald Barnes, who's been waiting quietly in the wings, an opportunity to share some information or ask some questions. Gerald. Definitely appreciate all that I heard and looking forward to uh, continue to build with the Denver Airport to just follow excellence. And uh, thanks for taking the time out. Thanks for working with us, too, because uh, this team right here you got, and make it happen. And we appreciate all of our partners and and fellow uh, future partners to, to really do business across the globe. So thanks again for coming out and looking forward to continuing to grow. Thank, well, thank you. you very much. So, Michelle, yeah. we are an organization where to motivate, be motivated, and learn what motivates others. And a lot of times that happens to be what you're reading. So what are you reading right now? Oh, currently I'm, I'm actually reading uh, this book called Crucial Conversations. And it's uh, tools for that help you, you know, create that communication process when, when the situations are challenging whether it's in business or personal. Um, and, it's, you know, it's been really, it's a really good uh, outline, and I really appreciate it. I think that's been really helpful. Tools for communication? Crucial conversations. Conversation. What are examples mm -hmm. of some crucial conversations that it's pointing out? Oh, like whether... Um, Maybe it's a team uh, effort where you're having a difference of opinion on how a project is moving forward. And, um, you know, depending on just the relationship, like how do you uh, bring up that conversation? Or maybe it's between a, a boss and an employee where maybe you're the employee and you, and you want to bring something up to your your superior and and say, and but you're not sure how to approach it, and because it helps you to remove the emotion behind it, because sometimes that's why people will avoid conversations altogether, or 
um, when they, or if they do approach it and maybe it's led by emotions. Um, so I think that's, that's what's been really good is just recognizing it, like, hey, some other tips to be thinking about when you're having those conversations. Wow. Yeah, because there, there's certainly some serious emotional triggers that can happen, and, and you walk into them innocently sometimes. So having some thought about that, I'm sure, can help. I remember a situation where I had, a well, a difference of opinion with one of the vice presidents at GTE Data Services, and I was reporting directly to one at the time. So I went and I was all upset, and I started talking. And um, his response was, if you feel that strongly about it, let's go talk to her. And went down there, and to make a long story short, as scared as I was, I had to get it off my chest and just tell her. But because I had had that conversation with him before, in advance of the conversation with her, I was able to talk through and make sure, sure that whatever I was saying made sense and get feedback on it to know if I was emotional about it or if I was being uh, rational or strategic. What was this conversation I was about to have? And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it's one of those pivotal moments for me because literally I backed her into the corner <laughs> and I remember saying to her, um, what I would like to know this the vice president took off her glasses, slammed them on the desk, and said, it's not your business to know. And I backed up. It was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> but the next day, she walked up behind me and put her arms around my shoulder, and she said, you backed me into a corner, and I had no answer because you were right. <laughs> and it was a moment. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And that was one of those strategic conversations. Um, anyway, so that I understand that, you know, having some coaching on that, rather from a book or from someone, can certainly improve success. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're about to wrap it up. And before we do, is there something I forgot to ask you or something you would like to share? No, I just want to say thank you again for uh, inviting me to talk to your network and, and share everything that we're doing at at DEN. Um, I think we have just a lot of great opportunities out here. Uh, we are uh, we have a really great team, and they all have the same heart. They're all working towards uh, the same goal. We want to see more small businesses being able to work at DEN seeing them to become primes, um, and we just want to help uh, provide equitable opportunities so that they, not only that they learn about the opportunities, but that they're successful, that they get the training they need so that they can be successful working here and then see them go beyond in. All right. And thank you very much. So to our listening audience, we have been speaking with Michelle Sandover. Quite frankly, it's been a great conversation. She shared some wonderful nuggets with us. And this one, you might want to start it over and listen to it again because she told us some things that we could do, some action that could be taken that could benefit us 
and the prime, the, the small business, the companies, and the people that will benefit from the, the things that are created. So it's all good, and it's good that you're here, and it'll be great if you come back next week. On Wednesday, you know, we'll be right here at 8.30 in the morning with another great guest. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.